Welcome to another edition of the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we mess up our intros every once in a while uh, and talk about, you know, Go Battle League and Silph Arena and other topics uh, relating to Pokemon Go as they relate back to Pokemon Go PvP. I think I nailed that one. <laughs> today, today is December 15th, 2020. Release date on podcast services will be the 18th. I am one of your hosts, Stephen, aka A Boy in the Woods, joined as always by Jesse, aka Rocket Admin J. There's Pikachu everywhere. Ah, they have hats. They have hats. They have so many hats. Um, give me one moment, actually. I forgot to prep. Patreon producers. While Steven's looking that up, thank you everybody for joining us today. We hope you're excited for an action-packed merry holiday episode. A lot to talk about. A lot of updates people are having mixed emotions on. And of course, as always, meta stuff and Pokemon Go PvP. I'm on the moon. It's You're on the moon? made of cheese. Um, let's see. Our Patreon producers, I believe. I. <laughs> All right. <I'm, laughs> Every time. I'm a little confused as to which producers are marked for which one. So I'm going to name all three that were probably previous months, two of which I'm, are confirmed for this month. But because of the way that Patreon does their, uh, the, it's the Patreon as a, a monthly subscription support thing. They, the way that they do their billing is the first of every month. So the two that I am absolutely for sure confirmed are Arrow and uh, Winston, Winston the Champ. Champ. I always forget. <laughs> Because <laughs> I see his oh, real name and not Winston you. the Champ. Um, <laughs> the one I'm not 100% sure because of the way that the timing and stuff works is what's John's doing. Uh, I'm still going to give him a shout out because he was a, a, a Patreon producer for previous months. Don't know if the way that... Ugh, I need to look at the way that Patreon does the billing and stuff to get a better sense as to how all that works. Um, thank you guys for being Patreon producers uh, it, this month and as well as last month's plural there were previous months before now uh let's see i I gotta say uh those who don't know about our patreon we had a really a really good recording episode with uh special guest uh jiggly dad on our vsad battle science after dark podcast that is a that was a very fun experience that was fun um battle science after dark is uh, available to uh all patreon or all patrons at the dollar or more tier. So um, if you want to give us a dollar for a month, you can listen to all three Battle Science After Dark episodes that are available currently. Or you could continue to support us and listen to upcoming Battle Science After Dark episodes and other content before they're available to the rest of the world. So um, why is the hat Pikachu a one-star raid? Who knows? Because <laughs> Niantic. <laughs> 
No, no additional uh, information is needed. They need to. But pad. we'll get into that. Yeah, well, they need to pad the numbers. Let's see. <laughs> it's December. Things are going on. The holidays are soon, and 2020 is coming to a close. Oh, that's the sweet smell of fresh baked pizza. Oh, oh darn it! That's right. That's what I forgot it's tonight. Tuesday. Pizza time. It's to go. It's Tuesday, my dude. <laughs> No, 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 that's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, my dudes. Uh... <laughs> Anyways, is it time for our new specially made introduction? Oh, ooh, 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 let me push the button. Giddy up now. This is the news roundup. Hey, did you hear that? Did it work? Did it work? I mean, you wouldn't know if it worked, Jesse. That's what I was going to say. I didn't hear anything. You didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything, but I thought saw things working. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Eric says he loves it. Woo! Nailed it. Uh, welcome to the news roundup. We're, we've, we've got some news and some stuffs to talk about. I'm wondering if, if, if we're going to start working on, we've got like news topics to talk about and then we've got hot takes. I wonder if we need like either Do a, a hot pan takes. sizzle, like a, like a barbecue sizzle. Yeah, I wonder if we need like uh like a hot takes either a hot takes bumper or just a hot takes noise. Just like, telling you, man, steak on the grill. That's if, all if, you need. Yeah, if we're doing uh if we're if we're doing this kind of you know if we get into hot takes, maybe maybe it's something that people can if people donate or something they'll the if if they're like oh ooh, they're doing a hot take, you just use some like channel points and you just hear that. Hot that nice going crispy on. sizzle. Yeah. All right. We've got news to talk about. Um, Jesse, you let me know when you want to take over. I will, if you, when you want to go over the opinion stuff, I'm going to quickly read through this first topic that we have here. Roger Rock, Roger Steel, and Reggie Ice will be back in raids during different weekends in December. Trainers, are you ready for a challenge? Are you ready for a challenge? During different weekends in December, Reggie Rock, Reggie Steel, and Reggie Ice will be back in raids. Excuse me. Or Reg Regice, Reg E Rock, Reg E Steel, and Regice. There's, there's not. Two, there's, it's one eye. Oh, hydrate. All right. See the schedule below for when each of the Pokemon will be appearing. Regirock from Saturday, December twelfth to Sunday, December thirteenth. Regis Steel from. Saturday, December 19th to Sunday, December 20th. And Ridge Ice will be appearing December 26th, uh, Saturday, December 26th to Sunday, December 27th. Please note that Curum will still be appearing in five-star raids during these weekends, which is great. Thank you. Just dilute the things that you want to find. Uh, the anime pronounces it as Reggie Ice. Well, that's good to know. It's odd that, like, the others... I mean, that would, yeah, it makes sense, but the spelling is bizarre in that particular yeah. instance. Um, semantics. It's regular ice. Yeah, semantics, basically. <laughs> Re yeah, reg ice. I would like one small ice, please. I don't want the regular. I would like a small ice. All right, so that's that. Uh, let's, let's pop up King's Tweet, because King's Tweet's next. Uh, King, uh, December 13th, so a couple days ago. Uh, at Pogo King, uh, spelled I E N G, if you're an audio listener and don't know who King is. Um, my take 
XL is okay for regular Pokemon, could be better, but there has to be some major rework for rares and legendaries. I calculated with the help of at Cooked Art Pogo that even if I raid Registeel nonstop for the whole weekend, I won't be ev- I won't even be close to having enough XL for one. So to for those who might not be familiar to what this is yet, XL Candy is the new way to power up a Pokemon past level 40 to 50. Currently, the conversion rate is 100 regular candy. Is it 100 or 1,000? It's 100 for yes. one yes. XL Candy. 100, 100 regular candy to one XL Candy. And to reach level 50, every Pokemon needs 296 XL Candy. So I'll let you do the math on that one. Uh, two thousand. a lot. Two thousand nine hundred and sixty. <laughs> no. Add another zero. Yeah, it's twenty nine thousand six hundred XL yeah. candies or regular candies. So in a direct, uh, direct from. That's if you're directly transferring candies to XL candies. Correct. Now, the reason I think we decided that we are going to talk into this a little bit more, and I'll go ahead and take over at this point, Stephen, if you want to hop over to the Game Awards update. Uh, I'm not sure if we covered this on the last episode or not. It was announced after. Okay. So for those of you who didn't get the chance to participate or watch the Game Awards, which, by the way, Sephiroth and Smash is the best trailer changed my mind. Uh, Mass Effect, the new Mass or was it, uh, what do they call it? Mass Effect. <laughs> the anime something, swordsman and something. Smash Brothers changed my mind. <laughs> uh, anyways. There's some, uh, there's some hype stuff coming out of the Game Awards. There is. If you haven't had a chance to go watch it, there's hundreds of YouTubers that do their reactions or you can actually just watch the actual trailers too, but... One of the big promoting things during this event for Pokemon Go was there was a lady on stage. I didn't remember her name. They had a thing where AR Wooper would start parading around on the bottom part of the screen, and they called it Wooper Watch as a way to promote the Go Beyond promotion that Pokemon Go has been doing for their most recent update and to promote the uh, other movie, if you want to jump over into the movie promo there. Uh... The Secrets of the Jungle... I sent an image to you if you want to. You want me to copy it again and send it? Uh, that one. This one. Secrets of the Jungle. This one. So this is the event that's currently going on now. If you're here on the live stream with us, uh, I, if you're listening to the recording at a later date, this maybe have ended by then. It will have. But essentially, it will. Okay. Yeah. This is the research that they've tied in with the movie Secrets of the Jungle that's coming out. And what it is, is it's a promotional uh, special research to get Chinese Celebi. Certain Pokemon are available during this. Certain raid Pokemon are appearing and certain things in eggs. Um, not really a big topic to cover because it's going to be over by the time. Oh, that's the first time I get to see shiny bravery. That's pretty. America. <laughs> Blue Eagles. Anyways, uh, what I'm trying to get from both the Registeel, what King said, and this Wooper takeover is XL candy is going to be a very interesting mechanic. And I know that's one of the things that some of our community has started chatting about in the battle science discord. But for you, the listeners here, I just want to take the time to let's not jump on the gun and say, this is terrible. This is bad. This is broken. This is 
you know, the things that a lot of people like to do when something new and unexpected comes out. I think we, like we mentioned last time, we need to give this XL mechanic a little bit more time to kind of work itself out and see how it plays out. But one thing I would say is all these events that we have going on right now, catch things that are PVP relevant if you're doing it for PVP. Because, uh, spoiler alert, kind of for level 47, you do have to, uh, I'll give it a second for spoiler. There you go. You do have to completely max out three Pokemon for level 47. That's from 40 yeah. to 50. What? What? Yeah. Okay, you need to announce that, hey, this is going to be a spoiler a little bit more obvious. I didn't know that that was a thing. Holy cow. Yeah. yeah. That's gross. I hate that. So, oh, by the way. <laughs> I'm letting people know now ahead of time, catch everything during these events because they're being very generous with XL candy right now. I mean, they could, they be, could be better. More generous. They could. But at the same time, I would hate to see later on they adjust these numbers and make it a little bit harder, or maybe they make it a little bit easier to transfer extra candies. But I digress. If there's certain Pokemon during an event that you think are PvP relevant and you could see yourself maxing them out later on, start catching them now. Wait, wait, wait. wait Just wait, wait, start wait. catching them. DJ Kizza in the chat is saying, I miss guaranteed XL candies from trade. XL candies were guaranteed from trades? They were. And then they removed it. Yep. Wait, how much? Was it just one XL candy? One per? every like four or five. No, no, no. Like when it was guaranteed. Was it just one? Oh, it was during the Australian trial. Okay. Of course. Oh, okay. Interesting. I've got but, a picture of the So, for example, we just recently had Community Day. I focused heavily on catching Magikarp and Weedle because I know those are two things that I have a buttload of candy for. Not to mention I have a Shundo Gyarados that I'm looking forward to making Mega Evolve and max out. But I still didn't get enough candy to make it level 50 mm. this weekend. Gross. But any of these Pokemon coming up or coming out in the future, if there's an event and it's something you use consistently in PvP, grab it and save it for the candy. Get all the candy you can now. Not to mention there's, you know, obviously Stardust events going on and stuff right now, but just take the literal term, gotta catch them all to heart when it comes to stocking up on these candies because you're going to need them. Yeah, because the rate is disgusting and the requirements. I, I, We're still, how far are we into this? Two weeks, two, three weeks into... XL candies and level XL 50. and level fifty and stuff. So we could still see there could rework. be adjustments. Yeah, there could still be a work to it because it took a little while for the megas to the megas to Kinda. get adjusted. So <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we see another adjustment. Um, but I'm just saying for now, you know, during the event we have right now for Secrets of the Jungle. I've been catching a bunch of Drillbur. I've been catching a bunch of Nuzleaf. I've been catching a bunch of Hoot Hoot. I have a rank one Noctowl for Great League, so I'm probably not going to max that out, and I'm not sure if it comes out decent in Ultra League or not. But Lickitung, that's definitely one that people will max out. It's relevant as a Lickitung in Great League or as a Licky Licky in other leagues. Mm. Obviously, Rufflet's another one people are just going to catch because it's Rufflet. Yep. But things in the events 
I think I my heed to the players is pay attention to what's happening in the events, what spawns are coming out, and pick one or two of them and make them a focus. Get that XL candy. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, we don't have it in the news roundup, but there is... What's it called? There was data confirmed by the Silf... Um, Silk Road, Silk Road Research Group that a Pokemon at a higher level has a higher chance to drop XL candies on catch. Mm-hmm. So the chunkier it is, while like realistically a you know four, five, six hundred CP Pokemon, you can almost guarantee it won't be a good. Uh, it'd be over level for Great League. It will have a higher chance to drop for XL candy. Yeah, so, so catch it anyway. Yeah, so catch it anyway. If you have the time and, you know, um, which uh, they, they have also, <laughs> Eric PN. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, uh, hydrate. <laughs> I wish it was, a. Uh, Ooh, I wonder if I could, we could get it to play a sound little sound bite of the glug. <sighs> so the, one of the things to look out for is weather boosted Pokemon. Since they're a higher level, they're uh, yep. a base, uh, guaranteed a higher level will also have a higher chance of dropping those XL candies. So that's something to yeah. look out for. Uh, righty. But that's just kind of what I wanted to touch on with the events that they're putting on. And <sighs> Joey's cool. Redeemed hydrate. Joey, my guy, come on now. Hey, it's not a bad thing. I'm gonna have to use the bathroom. Mid show, uh, it's fine. We'll, <laughs> we'll make it work. Let's go on a tour. Don't bring the don't bring your mic with you. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, let's see. So, do we want to talk about Secrets of the Jungle here? Do we want to talk about this event? There's not. I mean, whole... it'll be over by the time this goes up as a podcast, so yeah. I'm not too worried about it. There's, There's some... a special Pikachu that doesn't evolve. <laughs> no one's surprised there. Wait, does it? No, it I doesn't. Haven't, I haven't checked. Nope, it is not. That stinks. There's some interesting spawns. Durant is available again outside of GoFest. Mm. I'm looking for a good Cottony because I don't yeah. have a good. I don't have a Whimsicott yet. I think the okay. best the best one I've seen so far is like a rank two or three hundred. So I'm looking Drill for something a little underneath. And Excadrill, the less important G Fisk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just moves. It honestly. Stat wise could be a better one, but I think it's just moves are just not as good. I mean, so. it does go up higher than G Fisk as in PVE, so it's good in that regard. That's true. All right. It's a good battler and a good raider. All right. Do we want to talk about holidays? Celebrate Pokemon yeah. holidays 2020 with holiday and ice themed Pokemon. Look, it's a Pikachu with a hat and a sweater that can't evolve. Wow, that ugly sweater is fantastic. I love that. That's a that's a digger. <laughs> is it a Wooloo sweater? It's the Diggers B. It's a it's a it's a Diggers B sweater. <laughs> that's great. Trainers, the Pokemon Go Holidays event is back. Look forward to costume Pokemon, an ice-type Pokemon never before seen in Pokemon Go, event-exclusive field research, winter-themed avatar items, and a blizzard of bonuses. Ha, 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 puns. Uh, 
<laughs> Tuesday, December 22nd, 2020 at 8 a.m. to Thursday, December 31st. 2020 at 10 p.m. local time. Let's see, that is more than a week? 22nd to the 31st. Yeah, a week in a few days. Features. Pokemon in holiday costumes. Pikachu, Delibird, and Cubchoo wearing new holiday-themed costumes will appear in Pokemon Go. <gasps> Cubchoo with a little... I, I hope Cubchoo can evolve, because if it's just a little... For, if it's just the little bow and it can't evolve, that's dumb. Other than getting candy, it's dumb. Uh, I mean, we've already kind of gone over that. Yeah, we've, we've uh, we that's that another story. We've, we've burnt that bridge. Pokemon appearing in the wild. Delightful ice type Pokemon will be appearing more frequently in the wild, such as Feel, Snover, and more. Vanillite, the fresh snow Pokemon, will be making its Pokemon Go debut. The one that it's like an ice cream cone. Will it be any good? We can almost guarantee not. Are ice types good competitively? Not necessarily. Will this one be any different? <laughs> Probably, Probably not. not. I think the only ice type that we have to look forward to that might be good in PvP is Avalog. It's ice in... What's its other type? Just ice. It's just ice? Okay, interesting. And I imagine but it's, a it's bulky ice type. Super bulky, yeah. That's what? The gen after this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Pokemon appearing in re nope. Uh, Pokemon hatching from eggs. Seal, Swinub, Smoochum, Snowrunt, Snover, Vanillite will be hatching from 5k eggs. Pokemon appearing in raid battles. Alolan, Sandshrew, Dugong, Jinx, Sneasel, Swinub, Walreen, Cubchoo, and Cryogonal will be appearing in raids. If you're lucky, you might even encounter a shiny Jinx. Don't forget, Mega Bombasnow will be appearing in Mega Raids and will be even more powerful throughout the event. Galarian Darmanitan Zen form if it ever comes out. That may maybe I are its stats actually reasonable? In As Pokemon Go? Kind of. Oh. Oh, because the Zen form is. We'll have to see how that functions. Because form changes aren't in the game yet. It'll probably anyway. just be a separate. <sighs> That's disappointing. But I am digging that Scov is it Scoviet or what's the bigger Squovit? squirrel's name? Huh? Squovit? The ugly sweater the guy character is wearing. In the yeah, picture. that's what I was. Is, is that Squovit? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Is that what Pokemon it is? It's not uh, Diggersby? Yeah. Okay, it's not Diggersby. Okay, that's right, because that's the squirrel and Diggersby is the bunny. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm getting my small rodent, small brown rodent Pokemon mixed up. There's a few of them. Just a few. Pokemon appearing in raid battles. Alolan, Sandshrew, Dugong, Jinx, uh, I've already read that one. Event-exclusive field research. Enjoy event-exclusive field research tasks that will reward you with the chance to encounter Pokemon like Vanillite and Cryogonal. Winter-themed avatar items coming to the shop to help you dress up for your for the holiday season. You can look forward to the Greedent sweater. Greedent. Greedent, that's what it was. Whimsicott earmuffs, winter boots, and winter coat avatar items. The holiday-themed stickers from Pokestops events or Pokestops gifts and the shop. You can find stickers featuring Alola Vulpix, Krogunk, Whimsicott, and more during the event. You won't be able to get these stickers after the event is over, so get them while you can and hoard them. Those Vulpix stickers, though. That's fantastic. I love that. Oh, there's two of them. One of them <laughs> sleeping. It's the Krogunk and the... Oh, goodness. What do they call it? It's the... Um... Oh, the hot springs. It's the Japanese hot springs. What do they call them? Onsen. 
It's in an onsen. Let's see. Event exclusive boxes will be available in the shop during the event. Check out the in-game shop for more details. I imagine their presence, you know, their their presence and all that stuff, you know. Uh, event exclusive AR mapping task rewards. Complete AR mapping tasks to earn Obama Snow Mega Energy and encounter Snow Runt. Basically saying, not enough people are doing the AR mapping for <laughs> stuff. We're just gonna boost the the rewards for that. Encountering a Snow Runt. Yes, I still don't have the shiny Snow Runt and the. I don't have anywhere near a uh, relevant frost last, so yes, I will take a look for that. Bonuses. Take note, trainers. You'll be you'll benefit from different bonuses throughout the event. From Tuesday, December twenty second to Thursday, December thirty first. Open more gifts each day for the duration of the event. You can the number of gifts you can open daily will increase to forty five. You can also carry more gifts. The number of gifts you can carry in your item bag will increase to forty. From Tuesday, December 22nd to Wednesday, December 23rd, two times raid XP. From Thursday, December 24th to Friday, December tw- uh, 25th, two times catch candy. The next two days are two times star piece duration. Or Let's see. No, it's a single day. Yeah, it's a single day. So a, sing- a single day of two times raid XP, a single day of two times catch candy, two times star piece duration. Monday's two times lucky egg duration, and Wednesday is two times catch stardust. Yep. Snowy cast form spawns. Yes, snowy cast form spawns. I would I would enjoy that. Will we get those spawns? I maybe not. Fingers crossed. Your weather isn't invalid, and then they'll update it, and you'll get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Warm up with a special weekend, a special winter weekend event during the final weekend in December and 2020. You can look forward to a special winter event. Uh, December 26th to December 27th, Saturday and Sunday. Regia Ice returns to raids. Did you miss out on catching a Regia Ice last time it appeared in raids? This chance, this is your chance to catch the Iceberg Pokemon. Event exclusive AR mapping task that's rewards. That's not the Iceberg Pokemon. <laughs> Uh, and then Pokemon attracted to incense more frequently. Delibird, Snow Runts, Feel, Snover, Cragonal, and Cub Chew. Neat. Is that the same referencing to the tapping? Let's see. That's 26th no. and 27th. All right. So the next bit of news here as far as holiday snowy event stuff is an event that is coming sooner. Trainers, do you feel a chill in the air? Do you hear that tapping in the distance? It's... I was going to say like Pennywise, but that's weird. (laughs) I don't think shiny Galarian Mr. Mime is red. Is it? I don't know. There's only one Pokemon that could possibly be causing this. Galarian Mr. Mime, the dancing Pokemon in its evolution, Mr. Rhyme. Both originally discovered in the Gala region will soon be coming to the world of Pokemon Go in a ticketed special research story event. Whether or not you have a ticket, you'll be able to enjoy encountering Pokemon via incense and more during the event weekend. Enjoy a weekend with Pokemon related to cold and to sound. Bundle up and get ready for some chill tunes. It seems Galarian Mr. Mime's arrival will inspire some cool and melodious Pokemon to be attracted to incense. From Friday, December 18th, at 10 a.m. to Monday, December 21st at 8 p.m. local time, you can enjoy the following features whether or not you have a ticket for the Galarian Mr. Mime Special Research Story event. That's a mouthful. 
Features. Pokemon such as Jinx, Swinub, Spoink, Wubat, Cubchoo, and more will be attracted to incense more frequently. If you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny Cubchoo. Bonuses. Incense will be more effective at attracting Pokemon. Incense activated during the event will last for three hours. Tap, tap, tapity tap. Enjoy a special research story event. Uh, Professor Willow is getting annoyed. He's falling over on ice and is being kept up late at night because uh, Galarian Mr. Mime is a uh, a hole um, <laughs> and doesn't res- doesn't respect <laughs> doesn't respect when it's time to go to bed. <laughs> He's that roommate or that neighbor that lives upstairs that doesn't care about your schedule. Yep. The only thing they care about is winning that dance contest. Yes. If you have a ticket, you can take a part wherever you can play Pokemon Go. Um, you can purchase a ticket to gain access to this unique limited time experience and complete special research to earn an encounter with Galarian Mr. Mime. A single encounter, to our knowledge. You'll also be able to earn enough Mr. Mime candy to evolve your Galarian Mr. Mime into Mr. Rhyme. And that is because Mr. Mime is a European exclusive. Most people outside of Europe probably don't have a Mr. Mime or have gotten much candy for Mr. Mime. If they have, it was from the egg event we did a while back. Yes. I believe like Easter. Yeah. Let's see. This is from Saturday, December 19th at 10 a.m. to Sunday, December 20th at 8 p.m. The ticketed event is from Saturday to Sunday. Um, The overall event is from Friday Uh, Friday morning to Monday evening. Uh, Do we even want to talk about the special research? No. Leave that as a surprise for the people that bought the ticket. Yeah, you'll get stuff. Uh, Ticket details. This is where... We'll talk more about this after the next story. The ticket is $7.99, or the equivalent in your local currency. Not including... (laughs) Excuse me, not including any taxes or fees and can be purchased from the in-game shop. The ticket cannot be purchased with Poke coins. Uh, do, 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 how to purchase a ticket and access the special research. The same thing you've done in the previous stuff. If you have questions, go to <laughs> go to PokemonGoLive.com slash post slash Galarian Mr. Mimes special research slash question mark HL equals EN. Uh, for That's more information, <laughs> yeah, go to Pokemon Live. Go to where's that cold air coming from? What's that tapping noise? Um, you'll see out all the information there. So it's eight dollars for Galarian, hey, Galarian Mr. Mime, and the ability to evolve it into Galarian or into Mr. Rhyme. Uh, all right, so before we break into this interesting cookie let's talk about the other paid cookie the other yes celebrate pokemon's anniversary with a brand new event pokemon go tour kanto trainers next year marks both pokemon's and i just that was a good accent that was a weird way to uh, to (laughs) pronounce pokemon you like to play pokemon next year marks both pokemon's anniversary and pokemon go's fifth anniversary To celebrate, we're excited to announce a virtual, ticketed event that trainers all around the globe will be able to take part in. No matter where you are in the world, take a trip back to the region where it all started. Kanto. 
Uh, it's an event that's ticketed. You can choose between the red and the green version because those were the original Japanese versions of the original games. Uh, Kanto Pokemon. Can you collect all 151 Pokemon in a day? I'm really trying to paraphrase this. The first 150 Pokemon originally discovered in the Kanto region will be available as shiny Pokemon, some of them for the first time ever. If you're lucky, you might find a shiny Pokemon. Hopefully that's almost guaranteed, but who knows what the shiny rates will be. If you want to look at those two images I sent, they kind of show the highlights of the features of the event and what what you get from both versions. Uh, Randall in the chat is saying, I need more Kanto. No, hold on. <clears throat> I need more Kanto, more Kanto all the time. Kanto forever. <laughs> it was all caps and highlighted. I had to, I had to give it the proper respect. Uh, I believe you might be able to find a dealer for that. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't I know imagine. A guy. His name's Oak. Yeah, I can't imagine Kanto is. Kanto is a hell of a drug. Let's just. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Pokemon Company needs to learn that. Um. Let's see. Pokemon Go Tour Kanto. We're looking at a. <laughs> uh, you're giving me mixed signals here, Randall. Uh, <laughs> let's see. This is a infographic from G2G Media and Legends Lima. Sorry, I'm shiny checking some Pikachu here. Nope, still nothing. I've only ever found that one shiny. Alrighty, so Saturday, February 20th, 2021, from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., so it's a full day of stuff. All Kanto region shiny. All 150 Pokemon originally discovered in the Kanto region will be available, some of them for the first time. Debut shiny releases are Sparrow and its evolution Pharaoh, Paris and its evolution Parasect, Hitmonlee, Hitmonchan, Ditto, and Snorlax. My there's, boy! There's a lot of green and a little bit of blue, so... Uh, Sparrow and Pharaoh are like a, a weird, like an olive drab green. Paris goes into like a burnt orange and Parasect goes into like like a lime green with some red. Uh, Hitmonlee turns green, Hitmonchan turns green, and Ditto goes blue, and Snorlax goes bluer. I guess more of a <laughs> navy, you know? So... Pokemon Go Tour Kanto Special Research Story. You'll get some special Pokemon. Complete the first special research and receive special research and shiny Mew. Early purchase bonuses. You will get uh, receive a free ticket to the January Community Day Special Research Story on the 13th. No, if you get it before the 13th, you will get January's Community Day special uh, research story if you purchase it before february 3rd you'll receive the free ticket to february's community day special research that is on the 7th so those are days that we don't... bonus incentives to buy the event yeah bonus incentives to give you their money or give you give them your money early basically um because they were struggling to earn money in 2020 anyway <laughs> that was that was, that was sarcasm <laughs> have we mentioned before that pokemon go and niantic have had record profits in 2020 yeah uh ditto is a clone of me and that's why they're both blue uh yes 
Yes. Spoilers? <clears throat> if you never played Gen 1, Ditto is a failed clone of Mew. Spoilers? Maybe? For a game that's 20, 15, 20, 20 years? 25 years old? Also, in addition to the event, if you have purchased the ticket or not, this is available to both people who haven't purchased it or have. Just said the same thing twice. I apologize. Uh, legendary raids will be appearing with Articuno, Moltres, Zapdos, and Mewtwo. All of them having their exclusive raid moves available. Zapdos with Thundershock, Articuno with Hurricane, Moltres with Sky Attack, and Mewtwo with Shadow Psy Strike. Yes. Uh, all trainers will be able to access event exclusive timed research. Trade range will be increased to 40 kilometers. Battleram says, I want to Garchomp ax you in Dino Community Day soon. Boy, I tell you what. <laughs> uh, all right. So. This is the fun part. Yes. Oh, let's see. Um, there's bonuses. The specific Pokemon will be increased uh, chance of encountering via incense and increased chance of encountering shinies depending on if you pick the red version or the green version i don't want a d1 i like it being rare, uh rare af not until a vaccine comes out yes i would enjoy i would enjoy these incredibly rare dragon community days after i have the availability to hang out with my friends same with the Unova starters. Yeah, the Unova starters are probably not going to come out until the vaccine. I, I honestly, there's still some weird, cheeky, weird, cheeky uh, community picks. Plenty of weird picks that Niantic can do. So as long as it's not as meh as Electabuzz and Magmar, <laughs> I think I'm okay. So... Uh, I heard a buzz. There was another Pikachu that spawned. Nope. So for sure. the event, depending on which version you choose, you will have different varieties of incense spawns and encounters in the wild. Um, for those of you who might not have played the original red and green, or for us here in America is the red and blue. Each version had a couple of things that were exclusive to the versions. Uh, it's looking like the exclusives between the two, and I'll go ahead and list them off. Meowth is for green. Let's go with this. I'll there's, say the green version first, and then the red version. There's too many here to list. Go check out the infographics. Uh, we'll post it in other stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll post it on, or uh, we'll retweet it. We'll put it in socials. Um, I'm sure you'll see it. There's plenty of time between now and then to to look up the the details here personal preference though just from observation more of the pvp stuff are in red version are they mm. yep. oh and that's the increased uh so that's an increase as far as the the incense spawns and then the 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 core of it the the larger number of pokemon are increased chance of encountering these shiny pokemon so it just yeah. increases the shiny rates of those i want to ask you because i don't see i haven't seen the way to select the different types before is that in the event no it's not available yet okay because i bought they said it in the announcement it'll be at a later date okay because i bought the ticket and then i was like oh wait did i select the wrong one uh, i guess the option isn't isn't available yet thankfully yeah no it's not available yet yay 
Uh, I want the shiny Vulpix. <laughs> Let's see. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with green version. Okay. Um. Here is where's the where's the big thing? I want the big thing. Where's the reference to the price of it? How to purchase a ticket? Here we go. Eleven ninety nine U.S. dollars plus any applicable taxes and fees or the equivalent in your local currency. Tickets cannot be purchased with Poker Coins. To purchase your tickets, follow these steps that I will not read. Uh, how do we want to skin this cat? Let's see. Um, you want me to kick it off? Go for it. Uh, just watch. We just got to watch the language. Yep. How many people have enjoyed Pokemon Go this year? Show of hands. I'm raising my Those hand. Those in chat, let me hear your voices. Lend me your voices and I will open my ears. What did you think of Pokemon Go Fest? Oh, we got a... Oh, hand. he raises his hand. That's hand. funny. Um, hands. Do you think that these ticketed events are going to be the way of the future? It feels like these are becoming more and more the norm. And I don't know if Niantic remembered or not, but we're kind of in a pandemic. I'm beating the same horse here. Long story short. We're in a pandemic. We're in a recession. We have as okay. Coming from the perspective of Americans living in the U.S., we are in a recession. We're in the pandemic. We are kind of seeing the light of the end of the tunnel, potentially, with vaccines coming out. The Potentially. But we have not seen... Excuse me. I've drunk water and now I'm getting hiccups. Um, <laughs> we have seen a single stimulus package that was a limited stimulus package that applied, uh, was it $1,200 to many Americans. We saw a single stimulus package in, what was it, April? And we've not seen anything since. Now, I'm not going to jump into American politics here. Because should there have been other support? Yes. But, again, not going to jump into it. There's there's a lot of, a lot of extraneous uh, circumstances here. But the fact that the, this event, the Kanto event, I mean, makes sense. The Kanto event, sure. But preceding the Kanto event, months before, we're getting a event for a single Galarian Mr. Mime and the ability to evolve it into Mr. Rhyme. Who knows how long before Mr. Mime, Galarian Mr. Mime actually comes out. I mean, whether it's relevant or not or, or if people actually want it or people actually pay for it one way or another... The fact that they are moving forward in monetizing an event for a single Pokemon sort of begs the question, we have we have two paid quote-unquote events on the horizon, and between now and February is plenty of times for them to introduce further paid events for further, say, Galarian Pokemon that evolve. Which, I mean, were we just really lucky that Ponyta didn't require... Oh, wait, it was behind raids. It was behind raids. So you had a free raid pass per day. 
and you could get the Galarian Ponyta. Was there another Galarian that was behind the raids? Um, not that I remember. It was in eggs. It was more okay, eggs, it was in yeah. eggs, but also incubators. You get a free, so you get a free raid pass per day, and you have your infinite incubator, which you have to then consistently use. You which, have to in see a pandemic. That we can't really be walking around. You well, you you know, public going out in public is getting exercise is one thing. Going out in public is another. So raids, it's it's a chance within a chance. You have to have the right. Uh, <laughs> the egg, yeah. Make sure your egg shaking, uh, the egg shaking sock is the right sock and not the other sock that you may or may not be using for other things. Uh, <laughs> no. Yep. I mean, I shouldn't have gone there. I apologize. Um, How dare you put socks on your feet? <laughs> Wait, what? You don't wear socks? The running socks. There's, yes. Uh, so it's a like in the so paying eight dollars to get Mr. Mime, a Galarian Mr. Mime, is one thing. Um, the Galarian Ponyta was interesting in that it's a chance of a chance you have to get the right eggs and then happen to have it spawn out of or hatch out of the eggs. You have to have the right raids pop around you and then have the Ponyta hatch out of that. Now, realistically, the chances of a uh, Ponyta popping out of the regs, uh, the, the raid eggs was higher because it was a specific event, but sort of semantics if you want to get into numbers and stuff. The fact that we're getting Mr. Mime and Mr. Rhyme in eight in a $8 paid research where Mr. Rhyme is arguably not relevant in any situation most likely in gbl or in, in in pvp or in a pve sense it's basically just a hood ornament you get it you show it off that's it um it's i mean it's the, i paid eight dollars to have this pokemon yeah i paid eight dollars to complete my collection before other people uh i i guess I guess realistically, like it's nice that it's not uber PvP relevant, and that it's not one of those things where all of all battlers are going to be paying eight dollars to to get it. Let's see, it's the same as uh, same as GoFest. We had to wait to get Celebi because most weren't able to go through the physical GoFest. Yes, so it's the same instance as GoFest. So, in, in in the same boat of we're getting the Kanto event, we're getting the Kanto event, but I imagine there's also going to be a GoFest, and there's also potentially going to be a Johto event, either this year or next year, which means now they're making two annual paid events, where it's over the, in this particular instance, it's over the course of a single day and not over the weekend. So now there's two annual events where you're going to pay for. There's items that you can pay for in the shop. I mean, I don't know. It kind of comes back to what we've talked about in the past is, is it going to become pay to win more or less or pay to early access? In this particular instance, it's looking like pay to early access. Realistically, like I could be getting my, I could just be bunching up my underwear right now for no real reason because you don't have to buy it. And I guess that's the the argument here of you don't have to spend $12 to, to do the Kanto event. You're still going to see some bonus spawns. 
You don't have to do that. You don't have to spend $8 for Mr. Uh, Mr. Rhyme. And realistically, we probably won't. I mean, I'm not. I don't think that's worth it. But the Shiny Mew, is it? I guess it's required then to pay the yeah, $12 for the Shiny, the Shiny Mew. Mew. You have to pay for the ticket. I wonder... Which it, also brings up a whole other conversation about monetizing Shinies. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. We don't we don't actually know. And on top of that, we don't know if it if it's if it is required if it is in the special research that you have to pay for, you can get it now and you can you are guaranteed to get it now. But you're not we're not sure if it's available outside of the twelve dollars. If you can if you can not pay the twelve dollars and get the shiny Mew. And we don't know if you can not pay the twelve dollars, not get the shiny Mew, and then have a chance to get it later. We don't know. So they're banking on FOMO, basically, right now. That's dirty. I'm just sort of exploring this right now with my brain cells. And I'm, like, not liking every which way I turn here. Yeah. It's... But to be respectful to the company and what their ideas are, the Kanto event is interesting, but I kind of agree with Randall. I've kind of had enough with Kanto. Yeah, when this was announced, you're like, how many event, how many Kanto events have we had in the last four years? Like six. It's, it's at least one or two every year. Yeah. I if if this is their way of saying we're going to be done with Kanto, which we know they're not. I I don't know. I understand the concept. Uh, who was it? I think it was Jamar from Discord was also saying that this will be the, around the time they're releasing Shining Fates, which will be the new expansion for the TCG. Mm, the card game. And they're going to be featuring some of the original cards. It's all under the umbrella of Pokemon celebrating their 25th anniversary like it is for the thing here. But at the same time, those of us who have been playing since 2016, quote, end quote. Kanto, we're done. I mean, come on. Is it? Is it the 20? I don't think it's it's the fifth anniversary of Pokemon Go. Right. That's in uh, June, though. Yeah. So it's uh, next year mar- marks both. Oh, they just say next year marks both Pokemon's anniversary because the 20th anniversary was a year or so ago. It, it's not the 25th anniversary. So next year marks both Pokemon's anniversary, which is someday. I mean, it, it is a day within the 365-day year February. of... Is it in February? Okay. Yeah. Well, good for them. Uh, and Pokemon Go's fifth anniversary, which happens in June. Yeah, every year is in an anniversary. There is a so day within the 365... capitalizing off of yeah. this. They're just saying, yeah, we're going to do that. It's an anniversary event, sort of. Let's not have really. a semi-quarter event and then have the summer one. Yeah. So it's really, I don't know, it feels kind of grody, to be honest. It's in the same boat of you don't have to pay. <laughs> That's the bait. Is this a 25th you don't anniversary? have to pay. Okay. I guess it is the 25th anniversary. I thought the 20th anniversary happened like... Last year or the year before? 20th anniversary was last year. Or was that the 20th anniversary of... Pokemon. Not, mm, 2018. Was it that long ago? Jeez. Which would make it the 24th anniversary, wouldn't it? Math? Ah, hydrate. 
How dare you? I'm thirsty. I wanted to take a drink anyway. I mean, you don't have infinite. I have infinite points. What else am I going to use it on? Time is a flat circle. I don't do. <laughs> the uh, Inception music starts playing. I think the long and short of this segment that we've been discussing is you do not have to buy tickets for these events. And like a lot of other people in our Discord have said before, they essentially bring these back half a year later. But the Mew is questionable. The Shiny Mew is questionable. Uh, everything else, though, like Mr. Mime, Mr. Rhyme, we might see that during GoFest, to be honest. Maybe. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see it until next year's winter event, which I would also be okay with because I can't imagine Mr. Rhyme is going to be relevant at all. So, you know, shrugs. If you have loads of money and like to throw money at the screen and support Niantic, go for it. Yeah. They do a good job trying to put this stuff together, but at the same time, the marketing feels kind of like they just want to take your money. Yeah, this feels kind of gross. Not going to lie. Like, I understand people actually have to make these events. Like, they get told, here's the event we're doing. Make stuff for it. Galarian Mime slash Mr. Rhyme is a region locked Mon in France after the event. Is that guaranteed? Do we know that for sure? <laughs> no, it's not confirmed yet. At least I'm happy about the starter CD moves with the Kanto event. Oh, yes, that's true. Oh, okay. Sir Maximus is just, just saying, potentially. Uh, maybe... It wouldn't surprise me. Although putting it in France, Galar is more based in Europe, isn't it? Just like Northern. Yeah, I would say Northern Europe rather than not that France is Southern Europe, but it's not exactly the the most Northern Europe. So <laughs> the worst timeline. <laughs> yeah. Galar is England. Galar is England. So I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Mr. Rhyme, uh, Galarian Mr. Mime and Mr. Rhyme more in the, the UK. So, enough with the Scrooge McDuck. Let's change gears here. Do we? Sorry. You got that new promo, that audio promo? I don't know how to drive manual. (laughs) Are we switching over to the other thing? Yep. Okay. So, I click this button, and I push another button. Welcome to the meta-analysis. Oh, did that work? That one work? Can Can I get a yeah? Did that one work? Maybe? Do my buttons work? I put these together today. Yeah! <laughs> All right. Oh, shout out to uh, Chris dude for lending his voice here. Battle Ram, why would you do that? <laughs> oh, no, I'm out of water. No one redeem another hydrate. <laughs> I'll have to go upstairs and refill the water bottle. Immediately hits it. No, 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 no. Why would you do that? <laughs> All right. Uh, Jesse, if you want to talk about a holiday cup as to, I don't actually have the dates as far as when it, Randall, not you too, uh, get the, get the dates for all of our lovely listeners so that they know when it starts and ends. And okay. Then, I'll look it up in just a moment. Yeah. I got to get myself some water too. Okay, Everybody I, water break. Uh, no. So, <laughs> so Jesse, you go ahead and fill your water, water bottle up. I will get the information for the holiday cup. All right. Shoot uh, it and then we'll, too. and then we'll, and then we'll switch. Okay. All right, so we're going to go to PokemonGoLive.com. We're going to go to, let's see, read more. Let's see, we got to go back to the beginning of 
Go Battle League Season 6, I believe, unless I'm wrong, which would not surprise me. Alrighty, scroll down. Holiday Cup. Here we go. Alright, Jesse, Holiday Cup will run from Monday, December 28th to Monday, January 4th. CP limit for this cup will be 1,500, and only normal grass, electric, ice, flying, and ghost types will be allowed. Did you hear that? Skip one second. I'm trying to find the article. Oh, okay. Here. Send to a Discord. Actually, I'll just copy and paste this info to you. Nope. Maybe it'll select and don't. There we go. Paste. Pew! Okay. And then... Double pew has a PV. Put I have I have that one. Oh, okay, all right. I will go grab my water, refill water. So, what have you told them about so far, other than the date? Uh, the date. That's all I said. Okay. And the typings. Okay. What were the typings? I can't find the part. Oh, here we go. I I found it. Sent them to you. <laughs> all right. I'll be I'll be back. All right. Welcome everybody. I am back with my water bottle. I will hydrate once Stephen is able to rejoin us. Uh, let's see. Holiday Cup. I have looked nothing into this yet, so this will be interesting. Normal Grass Electric Ice Flying and Ghost will be allowed. Looking at the PV Poke rankings, which I think he left you guys on on the screen here. Altaria at the top. Who's surprised? Show of hands. Who's surprised? They said Flying. Bird Boy is in. Number two is going to be Vigoroth. Number three, a new contender, Diggers VXL. Number four, Obstagoon. Number five, a lot Graveler Alolan. Number six, Frostlass. Seven, Marowak. I am not surprised to see the top ten on this list, but I am surprised to see Lantern. What is Lantern doing here? Skarmory actually a bit farther down that list than I would expect it to be. I'm wondering if that's just because of Graveler and Lantern. But we'll kind of jump into more of that once Steven gets back here. How's everybody doing? Is everybody excited for this? This holiday cup? Are you guys enjoying Go Battle League? Are you having fun with the Sylph Meta Nightfall? Personally, I am not. Nightfall is too much rock, paper, scissors. Oh, it is such a pain in my butt. I think I was telling Steven earlier, one of the best ways to sum up PvP right now was a continuous matchup I keep having in Nightfall where it's a lead match with G-Fisk versus G-Fisk. And I just want to take like a picture of the screenshot of that lead matchup and just say, okay, this is how you explain PvP in a nutshell to everybody and basically break down, like have an infograph of <laughs> the graph of the picture you're looking at and being like, okay, if, you're in this matchup, here's the possibility of outcomes, and here's the scenarios of what-ifs and what can you do and what can't you do. Like, for example, in the mirror match in the lead, if you shield an earthquake or if you bait with a rock slide, this potentially happens. Or if you do this, this potentially happens. It's just so complicated and nuts, and you have to do all that in an instant. If you swap when they go to throw an earthquake... Do you swap into something where it potentially takes super effective from Rock Slide when they were trying to bait you? Do you potentially waste all their energy on an Earthquake? 
on something like a flyer. It's just crazy. But I digress. Are you back? I'm eating pizza. Okay. I'm eating a slice. I was just kind of explaining my idea of taking a picture of the GFISC mirror match and breaking it down into like some kind of competitive analysis for PvP. I get you. As you're eating your... I also went through the top 10 really quick of Holiday Cup. Uh-huh. I was like, Altaria, who's not surprised to see that? What I am surprised is Skarmory is at rank 10. Huh. It's a little bit farther down that line. I think it's just because of things like Diggersby, Graveler, and Marowak. I imagine so. Hmm. But personally, I haven't looked into uh, Holiday Cup too much. It's looking like the same stuff you'd expect to be in those types representing them their types. Regular Stunfisk. What's that? Look at regular Stunfisk at 12. Yeah. Is G Stunfisk banned here? Is it unavailable? Yeah, because uh, base ground is not available. Correct. It's Stunfisk electric. is getting in here because of its electric. Yep. Huh. I was going to look and see if there's uh, infographic yet. Mm, maybe. While you're munching down on that pizza, though, um, what are your thoughts so far on season, what are we on, three of Sylph or two? We're on three. And what is your thoughts on Go Battle League so far? Oh. Sylph.gg, you're giving me an error. Yeah, it's... Interesting. I've been trying to access that the last couple of days, and it's not working. Huh. Um. Let's see. Sylph Arena Season 3. I think we're starting to hit... Let's see. Last last couple of seasons of, of GBL, we haven't seen move updates to really shake up the meta. So... Mm. I'm behind on my hydrates. So I feel like we're kind of, I don't want to say we're getting stale, but we haven't seen a real shakeup yet. So we're hitting about the same Pokemon pretty consistently here within the same top, I would say, 15, 20, excuse me, within the last couple of, of Silph Arena tournaments, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think that means that a lot of, you know, your your core meta is sort of rising to the cream. The, the cream is rising to the top. I got it. Um, what are you? What were you getting? Sending it to you on Discord. Oh, I knew there was one out there. That's not the right thing. That is not the right thing. Why oh, is it so difficult? Here we go. Boom. Mm. There we go. Did that display all, all the way? Look at that! It's so colorful. Um, hold on. It's all over the place. Okay, just display all the way. Good. This is your meta for holiday cup. So, and then to be honest, the last two seasons I've barely played any GBL. I just haven't touched it. Any particular reason why? Uh, between time and energy, I just don't feel it. It it requires a lot. I mean, thankfully, it's not. Uh... Goodness gracious! I'm sorry. I'm I'm chewing on the crust right now. 
<laughs> Thankfully, GBL is pick three blind. So it realistically takes the least amount of time that it possibly can as a PvP rule set, basically. I mean, imagine imagine if it was um, pick six, bring three, not blind. Imagine if it was Self Arena, uh, core rules, but open <laughs> Why Great League, it would be gross. Accept match yet. I'm still looking at your team. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Why have you started? Yeah, I mean, unless they put a timer of like, you know, 30 seconds or something, which would still be disgusting. Like, you'd still have the delay in which you would would have to match you. It would have 30 seconds to show the teams. You would have to pick teams, and then it would launch into PvP. Yeah. And it's uh, it it would just take longer, and it would be arguably more energy to try and bring a team of six. Yeah. And then make modifications to that team as you went along. So, I, I mean, I'm slowly devolving into the most casual of Pokemon Go PvP players. Um <laughs> I mean, considering season three of GBL, I'm still trainer level. I'm the only trainer level in Battle Sciences Discord tournament. Everyone else is already at Challenger or what's above that. You mean rival or challenger? Yeah, rival or challenger. They're already at the the orange or the red or orange or purple ranks. So I and and that's the only reason I'll ever get out of trainer currently within this season is probably <laughs> buys. <laughs> we had a whole thing on that on the be sad episode. Yeah, be sad. Um, I'll reiterate sort of there. If somebody from the Silph Arena wants to to talk to me, like I I I, w- I won't be aggressive, but I really want to question why buys count as a win within tournaments. Um, because it puts me up against, like, it put me up against Krista Dude in this current tournament. Um, my trainer level is nowhere near his. So realistically, I would have had to either pull crazy performances out of my butt, or Krista Dude would have had would have had to have had the worst day, worst PvP day he's ever had for him for for me to be technically for me to to win um, any of the battles. So realistically, why a buy counts as a win and then matches me up against somebody that I'm just going to lose to absolutely boggles my mind. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And then on top of that, that buy win counts as a win in my overall record for the entire season. Why? Why is that? I would like the whole season huh? with just your only wins being buys. Uh Potential. I would have to look at the last two months worth of cups, but there is a uh, a high likelihood of, of either myself or for sure somebody else only ever getting wins that were technically buys, and yet the stats pages show that they won. I'm not yeah. saying that they don't deserve those wins. They 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 have tried. If you go through all all of the months of a, a Silph Arena season and you participate. You know, good on you, and hopefully you learn something. Hopefully you get a win, but the buys shouldn't be guaranteed wins. Stats wise, the way that it organizes tournaments based on on wins, it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, but I'll give you a chance to get a breather here, and I'll kind of fill in on the holiday cup meta. So, looking at the infographic, Stephen pulled up here from the underground on 
the Silk Road Reddit. Altair is sitting there at the top, being a burb, being the number one threat that we've seen off the PV Poke rankings. Obviously, there to beat Marowak, Venusaur, and some of the counter users. <clears throat> You've got Alolan Graveler beating out Altaria, somewhat beating out Marowak, if I remember that matchup correctly, and also putting the hurt on some of the Charmers and obviously the Ice types. Ice types going to turn it around and beat the Altaria, Charmers, and Venusaur. Venusaur being a standout, beating the Graveler, the Charmers, and some of the counter users. And then Marowak beating Venusaur as well, the Ice users, and the Charmers. Looking at it at a glance really quickly, Marowak is a good multi-purpose tool. Graveler is a good multi-purpose tool. And the Ice types are also going to be a great multi-purpose tool at beating the general meta. The Charmers are there to beat the counter users and Altaria. So kind of can play too, too double-sided with the Charmer or Ice types, especially with something like Alone Ninetales. It can fit one or two roles for you. Um, most of the counter users being normal, apparently, in this cup, because I do believe fighting is not an allowed type. So you've got, uh, let's see, Obstagoon, Vigoroth are going to be two of your big ones. Diggersby is going to be using ground moves, much like Stunfisk. The Snorlax and Zangoose are going to be running fast Shadow uh, Claw and Lick, which are ghost-type moves, which would help against Alolan Marowak. Obstagoon, also another good one at beating out the Ice Types and Marowak and Graveler, but falling short on the Charmer or Fairy... The, sorry, the ch Charm users or against Altaria. And then you've got your suboptimal counters in Magnazone, Lantern, Skarmory, or Charizard. This, this meta is really all over the place, and really, you only get three picks, so... <laughs> Choose I think, wisely. Or yeah, spicy. Choose wisely. Or spicy. <laughs> choose I don't know. Looking spice. at it at a glance, if I were to run it, I've really been impressed with Alolan Graveler these last couple of cups. Um, I like how it performs. Venusaur is obnoxious and is just going to be everywhere. It's a really good tool at beating everything but the flyers. Um, let's see. Marowak is also just overwhelmingly common, is the correct word, I think. Awok's performance, basically, it was good before Shadowbone, and then Shadowbone gives it just a, a bit more performance. So, I think, if anything, stick with Marowak and then build a team that supports it. Yep. Because even if Marowak doesn't like Altaria, it's still going to hurt it. And you don't even have to run Marowak with Fire. You can run it with Hex. Yeah, it doesn't get the same wins, but yes. Mm, all right, let's see. Oh, what? I don't know. Do I want to? Mm, mm, what are you mm, thinking? I don't know. I This on arguably will not change my... This will not... Exclusive metas and fresh metas won't change my excitement levels to participate in GBL. Realistically, like I should be doing some battles to get some Stardust. Uh, but as someone that 
is having to work a lot and expending energy elsewhere. I honestly don't think that this. This know. isn't something that excites you to play in it. Yeah. Yeah. And I want, uh, I don't want to say that all of Pokemon go is kind of sloping. Like there, are, I have other things that are going on that are higher priorities or feeling like I have uh, higher amounts of FOMO in other spots, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Are I mean, you Hall saying that Pokemon is becoming stale? Not necessarily. I think that Pokemon Go, I think it's, as far as my interest levels, over the course of either a year or my lifetime, is, I think, in an ebb rather than in a flow. It's sort of ebb and, ebbs and flows, and I think it's in an ebb. It's it's receding a little bit. Um, do you think it's worth building an egg graveler? I uh, do. A graveler versus a golem? I oh. prefer a graveler over a golem. A golem just hits harder. It mm. dies quicker. Yeah. I actually don't think I have an a graveler. I think I have an a golem for Great League. I'd have to go back and look. That's a really... Mm, that's a tough one because it only comes out of eggs and research primarily, and then it had a weekend or I mean, a week. Eight Alolan Geodudes pop up every once in a while. Yeah. But no, I, I get that feeling with the ebb and flow of interest in the game. I'm trying my best in Go Battle League and trying my less, best in Self Arenas, but I just never seem to stand out and I never feel good about my games. It's, it's rough. Confidence and building confidence and having confidence and oh, confidence. <laughs> uh, I think the one thing that keeps me going is I look forward to the day when we can meet up in person for self arena events. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it, it sucks a little less when you lose in person versus when you lose remotely. And then you just sort of wallow in it for a little while. Yeah, in person, we don't get the time. Okay, next round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you get to, you have to, you know, sort of smile and shake hands and sort of step onto the next one. Whereas remote tournaments usually, you know, take longer and you have like a day or two or more to sort of just be like, all right, I lost. I, I don't know who I'm going up against. We'll see what happens. So, yeah. uh, Let's see, we are an hour and 14 minutes in, and are we are we done? Chat, you guys got any questions on us for Holiday Cup meta? In, we've uh, we've kind of yeah, gone yeah. over it, but like not probably as juicily as we maybe could. I mean, that infographic kind of tells me what to look forward to, what to expect. Yeah, You know everybody's got a Venusaur. You know everybody's got an Altaria. Well, I shouldn't say everybody. I'm sorry. We have some new fresh users in our Discord that are just starting out in PvP. And I know they're all sitting there like, oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. Sorry. I'm sorry. And I know yeah, we have some very dedicated listeners that don't have all these things. Let's not assume. Let's not assume. <clears throat> Generically, yeah. you're going to see Altaria, you're going to see Marowak, and you're going to see Venusaur. You're gonna because see, you're gonna those see are consistently good performers. Yeah, you're going to see Frostlass too. Yeah. And Obama Snow. <laughs> yeah, Obama Snow is a lot more a lot more common. Has been I've seen a lot more common um, than 
than others as far as yeah well as far as yeah as far as an ice type it's both versatile and more common of a spawn so yeah yeah i would not be surprised to see a lot more obama snow than some people might be also the benefit well you don't see water so it doesn't necessarily have to counter immediately um it it's going to play a little bit less of a versatile role here um, the little bits of ground that are around will certainly not be happy about the grass, but it already has the ice for that. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of a probably not going to be as as used, maybe, or as helpful here to have that grass second typing. But yeah, I would definitely see Frost last. Frost last with Powdered Snow getting to Avalanche is incredibly quick, and then Shadow Ball nukes a lot of things that either don't fear avalanche as much or um things that just you know don't like shadow ball they just don't like damage yeah <laughs> oh isn't that everything i guess <laughs> yeah i looking at this basically avalanche will do a ton to a lot of things and i don't see anything that stands out as requiring the shadow ball over the avalanche i think a walk in the mirror matchup or in the the matchup against a walk getting the shadow ball whoever hits a shadow ball first um is gonna get the win there so it depends on shielding scenarios and energy um i imagine fire spin a walk gets to the shadow ball slower than powdered snow a powdered snow frost last so mm-hmm. yeah it's not advantageous for it Although it does have the fire type that would theoretically beat the ice type, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> if you w- yeah, if we wanted to look at the the matchup there and see what the breakpoints are, then we could. But that's super specific. Okay, let's move on. Do we want to do the community question? C- community question. Jesse? Jesse? Can you not hear me? No. You you blacked out there for a minute. Oh. We go into community Maybe questions? I was sitting on my headphone cords. My bad. No, you're good. What yeah, you- I, I was really excitedly said, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I didn't hear it. Oh. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Community question. What is a Pokemon you've grown to like through playing Pokemon Go? I'm going to dive into the answers we have on our discord and what we got on twitter and jesse's got a handful from other discords where he asked um so what is pokemon you've grown to like through playing pokemon go this is uh last week's or last episodes uh so we've got a lot of gif responses here in our discord um actually let me pull up can i go to i want to go to our twitter an hour post. Okay. Now that that's up. All right. Discord responses. Jesse responds with Evie. Uh, OVO Phantom, a, the battler formerly known as uh, MVP02, says, Oh, is it Alakazam? Is that right? Abra, Kadabra, Alakazam. Yeah, this is Al- uh, Alakazam. Uh, Eric BN responds with Meganium. 
Uh, Echo in the Dark says Dragonite. Uh, I said Gengar. Uh, Dr. Clutch is my Ultra League Gengar, and it's performed incredibly well. Uh, uh, Brandcaster, Burndcaster? I don't think I've ever, I feel like I've butchered that name every time, Uh, is going with the Ghastly line. Uh, He says, also, I wonder if there's anyone here that will mention Chuckle or Lord Bidoof. Uh, (laughs) Eric Bian actually corrects himself and says, probably Wallface, it's Bastiodon. (laughs) Uh, Echo in the Dark says I usually really like Froki but this game has made me hate it with a burning passion if that counts I would say in the opposite direction that would count alright so our Twitter responses let's go through here at real Dante 5991 says Awok Gengar and Victory Bell at arcade underscore hawk says Wishcash Wizcash that thick fish. Mr. Dr. Pants at M underscore Dr. Pants says Frostless Hunter and Raichu specifically because of Go PvP. High pressure, spammable charge moves are so much fun. At Anadactyl says Wigglytuff, Galvantula, Snorlax, and Togekiss. I would say yes, all some, some pretty reasonable GBL Pokemon that uh, I imagine didn't don't get a whole lot of love in the main series games. So Snorlax yeah. is, although I would say Snorlax is probably a a fan favorite at this point, considering they've made some very large scale plush of Snorlax. Uh, oh. Kyle Undead at Kyle Undead 17 says Galvantula and Mandibuzz are my two favorite Pokemon after using them so much for PvP. Uh, Jason at El Show de Jason says Frostlass and Fri- uh, Flygon, as well as the Grass Starters. And then Arrow at Original Underscore Arrow says, Meganium, falling out of Pokemon while playing Blue in school. I never got back into it till Go, so Meganium was cool, and in PvP Great League, it's an awesome mon. Those are our last-minute responses, as I posted this earlier today on our Twitter. <clears throat> Jesse, what do you got for us for uh, from other Discords? So from our local group, I've got YouTube Otterhop, dang, the Garchomp Evolutions, so Gibble, Gabite, Garchomp. Uh, one of our other users says Bayleaf. Another one says Rampardos, cutest buddy ever. I love the little T-Rex arm arm waves. Oh, and if then, you like if you like Rampardos, wait till we get the uh, the other dragon, the <laughs> the ground dragon, the actual T-Rex. <laughs> That's a rock. Is it rock it? dragon? Yeah. You're talking about uh, uh, ty- Tyrant and Tyrantrum, right? Yes. Yeah. And then from the Pokemon Go Seattle group. Whoa! Shiny Caterby, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Shiny Caterby at home. Okay, then. <laughs> I was like, wait, why is it yellow? <laughs> is, that the f- is that our first? No, that's not our first Shiny on air, is it? No. No, you've got like a Shiny Meltan before, I think. Yeah. And then from the Seattle group. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. <laughs> Eric is awake now. <laughs> oh, it's bad We've stats. It's a real bad stats. Machamp, Tyranitar, Altaria, Licking, Licking Tongue, Lickitung, <laughs> Gengar, and then of course you gotta love those trolls, Blue Eyes, White Dragon. <laughs> You've activated my trap card. 
Uh, if Jesse could reach through the headphones and punch me, he would. I almost click end call. <laughs> I almost clicked uh, end call. Oh. Uh, I do. We, we have a capture card. We have a capture card. It's just not plugged in currently. Um, but I can do. Give me one moment. I can do this and then send it here. Give me a moment. I will pop it up. Open original. There you go. That's the shiny Caterpie, and it's terrible stats. <laughs> Play pot upgrade. It allows them to draw you two cards. You can leave right now. <laughs> Jesse doesn't like Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, I don't know exactly what happened in his past, but... Uh, Daniel. Daniel happened. Oh, oh, was he just making bad puns while playing Magic? Him and some of our other friends. Mm, I'm sure I didn't help much. No. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I should say there was alcohol involved and I got dragged into something I didn't want to do. Oof. And that's another topic for another Be Sad episode. All right. So... Let's see. Uh, what else do we got? We got any other? Just a PSA, I guess. Have a good holiday. Be safe out there. Oh, I mean, call yeah. your loved ones and tell them you know you care. I we still got it. I wasn't trying to be like super cheesy or super generic. It's personally for me, you know, this is Thanksgiving. Really, kind of sucked. Yeah. I had to stay by myself. I brought lunch meat home from the store didn't cook a turkey didn't do anything fancy it sucks not being able to see my family right now and you know grandma wants to hang out but it's really safe and better that we don't i miss my family i miss hugging people i've always been a very affectionate person and a lot of people have said once all the vaccines have gone through they'll just start they'll just hug people I, I miss hugging people. It has been a very, very, very bizarre 2020. But you know what's coming up soon? 2021. Are you ready to predict some PvP stuff for 2021? Is it the community question time? It's the community question time. So this is going to be a little, little combo meal of prediction stuff. So this week's this episode's community question is going to be, what do you predict slash, let's see, what have I written down? What um, what PvP development slash prediction, or what are your PvP development slash predictions for 2021? What are my PvP development slash predictions so, for 2021? So the, the... I want to see stat moves. So the 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 interesting thing here, though, Jesse, the way that we're gonna we're gonna make this a little combo meal thing, okay. is what you and I can do is we can make we can we can do like three or five predictions each, and then if we write it down somewhere that we'll actually remember to come back to it at the end of the year, we can see who gets the most right. Okay. Do you want to do that? You want to give that a go? Do I get to choose them now, or do I get time to think on it? Um. Well, I mean, that's a good question. So we do have one more episode within 
this month within this month before 2021 starts so realistically a challenge that we have them ready by the next one okay so do we want to do three do we want to do five let's do four because that way it'll be quarterly what what do you mean quarterly how does that relate to the time i don't know okay i was just gonna in say my head, in my head i didn't want to do three or five okay it's like three is not enough five is too much do you think five is too much <laughs> i don't know i i've never been a huge one on procrastinating and like speculate yes i am what am i talking about procrastinating <laughs> speculating haha ha see i'm not the only one Oh, Battle Ram. Oh, of opening gifts? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty terrible at it. Steven's bad I'm at sorry. it. I'm sorry. Here, hold on. I am the best gift giver there ever was in Pogo. Wait, are we like right at... What's that? Oh, we're at one more day to get great friends. Do you want me to wait so you can get more XP? Battle Ram? Like, what do you want? What what do you I think they're just saying you need to open your gift more. Yeah, I'm pretty terrible at opening gifts, so just let me know. Yeah, like let's, I, it's, let's do five. Let's, let's do five. Let's okay. Shoot for five. Okay, we'll do five. Um And we gotta challenge everybody else to do five as well. Yep, we can do um we should do a should we put like a because this will be Pogo's fifth year anniversary this year. Okay. So next Next episode that we record, should we do a text channel in the Discord where everyone puts their five and then we lock the text channel so that no, no one, one else can, can no one can post no one can post anything until twenty twenty one is over. Um I would say except for you and I, so that when someone gets something right, we can mark them down as getting a point. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Okay. So But you have to be part of the Discord to, to participate. To participate, yeah. And the winner will get uh I'll, I'll buy you a pizza. I don't know. <laughs> Whoever wins, I'll, I'll buy him a pizza. I will. It, I, you you have to tell me uh, the day and time, and then what of your local pizza places. I would prefer a local pizza place and not a chain, so we can support that local business. Um, if you win by the end of 2020, like if you get five out of five correct at the end of 2020, I will. Uh, I will organize. I will. I will. Figure out the the way to do it. We'll get you a pizza. What if more than five options get chosen? Oh, what if someone gets multiple people get multiple people get it? Mm, That's a tough call. Uh, Random. How about the first five people to get it? Uh, It's still five pizzas. I eh, I'm not against that. I'm not against that. If there are multiple people that get all five predictions correct, and 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 don't don't make it don't don't skimp out on the questions. Nope, make them. They'll <laughs> add a new move. A new grass move will be added. <laughs> a new water type move. I will I will remove you from the competition. <laughs> oh, we gotta set the rule. All right. So here's the thing. We'll have the rules and the terms set up by next podcast episode. Yep. Yes, and then. Let's see. So the next podcast episode is the 29th. So join the Discord. Keep an eye out. On the 29th, probably earlier on in the day, we'll put out the Discord, the the channel in the Discord that'll be available. It'll be open until 11.59 p.m. 
PST on the 31st, and then we will close it at on the, fir- the, the first minute of 2021 so that it will then be... Uh, it will then be closed for basically the 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 duration of 2021. Does that sound all right? Works for me. Okay, let's do this. Um, okay, so do you have just like not as part of your five predictions? Do you have any predictions or thoughts for what's what's going to happen with PvP in 2021? I think the groundwork for as much as I don't agree with the esports is being set. Say that again. As much as I don't want to agree with it, uh-huh. I see a lot of foundations for Pogo esports being set. Uh, okay. So you think Pogo esports will probably pop off here? I think if sometime, maybe summer next year, if things start to work back to the normal, we could start seeing teams and stuff being put together for an esports for Pogo. You think it'll be team based? I think it'll be these players are part of this group, these players are part of that group. Hmm. I know we've seen a couple of teams, I want to say was it Math Math Magic that got signed as a caster slash coach for a particular like a smaller esports team. Yeah. Um I think they just need to figure out a better rule set and a better mechanic to put them on, but I could see something being put together. There's a lot of people being trained as shoutcasters. There's a lot of people being trained as techs or engineers. I, I think something's coming. Yeah, I could see that. I think the with the expansion of the way that the GBL's ranking system works, Mm-hmm. And what we've seen discussion between play Pokemon and the invitational tournament that happened a couple of years ago. What was it? Two years ago now? Year mm-hmm. year ago? Two um, years. As well as the the megas that have happened. Um, and I mean, realistically, the mega tournaments, the the ba- the Silverina Battle Towers, they were just getting started when this whole pandemic started. So and they just had to get canceled. They just had that. There was no way for them to. There's no way for them to happen. Um, I think once this pandemic is over, I would definitely agree that I would see. I, I don't know if play Pokemon gets on board sooner rather than later, as far as in like a competitive sense that we see competitive Pogo at, you know, locals, regionals and worlds of competitive Pokemon scene. Um, but I, def- I definitely think we can see we would see steps towards that for sure. Um, whether or not we see esports teams invest in that, because we don't see esports teams invest in TCG players, TCG or not TCG, um, the VGC. A lot of VCG players basically play on their own. So we we don't see a whole lot of like team involvement with like you know for the Pokemon company. Yeah, product. you you don't see you don't see team solo mid TSM, and you don't see cloud nine and you don't see uh optic or samsung uh, or something well uh, samsung is not a team i'm more naming uh, uh esports teams or um ninjas in pajamas or i'm basically just uh calling out team esports <laughs> na- uh names i know um oh god who won uh who won the rainbow six siege recently it was um 
Oh, it's the Astro Space Station Gaming. Like, there's a ton of esports organizations. There's orgs out there, but none of them have really invested in Pokemon because I don't think like the prize money and stuff's not there. The acknowledgement's not there, and I I think Pokemon Go is in a really odd spot between what normal play Pokemon is, where it's bringing the community together, but there isn't really like prize money or anything there. There's not yeah. like there's not a com- there's well. The VGC, the video game competition, has been there for years. Right. It's arguably one of the earlier, well-put-together eSport competitive gaming scenes. That... But why do you think that it's never been considered an eSport? It's never What's been considered. I, honestly, I think it's Play Pokemon. I, I honestly think it's the Pokemon company and Play Pokemon holding it back and not putting prize pools in and not putting... Is like, it because it's a kid's game? <laughs> I would, I mean, I would say so. I would say that's a big consideration. So I don't, I, I think Pokemon Go is a really interesting. What about play Pokemon picking up competitive Pokemon Go? I, it would be really bizarre because it's, so it's, it's the develop, the current development of Pokemon Go as a competitive scene is coming up after this sort of initial esports boom. Whereas the VGC was sort of before um so vgc uh the vgc came around and has been around for years now potentially decades uh whereas like the esports boom happened i mean realistically like esports was still around in the late 90s early 2000s but we're not seeing it on this mainstream level like we've been seeing it in the last number of years within the last 10 years or so um so i think um, the Pokemon core series has sort of flo- always flown under the radar and sort of preceded that, um, you know, big momentum, filling a stadium full of fans, big juicy prize pools and fancy trophies and all of that stuff, uh, esports wise. Whereas Pokemon Go is coming up in this era of an esports dominated competitive scenes where we want to see, you know, the, the, the Pokemon Go competitive scene wants to see this more esports flavor. And so it really, I think this is the sort of same back and forth that the Sylph Arena has had with Play Pokemon, where the Sylph Arena is everyone's in the same pool. Overall, the competition forms this way, whereas Play Pokemon wants there to be age divisions and doesn't use prize pools and all of this other stuff that I think it's sort of if we get back to what we were at before where Sylph Arena is hosting the mega tournaments, these battle towers and then play Pokemon wants to have their competitive area as well. We're going to see a really odd division, I think, or sort of Frankensteining of the community between these two competitive scenes. Um, and fingers crossed that early 2021 we can see the 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 spread of the or the the widespread usage of the coronavirus vaccine and we can get back to these larger tournaments and see sort of what is going to happen here because i think we're in a really interesting spot of we could be seeing i'll tell you what's going to happen here if anybody's in our local tournaments you better be expecting to get a hug from me <laughs> <clears throat> Um. So yeah, I would agree with you. I think we're we'll see we'll see as a further sort of expansion into to Pokemon Go with 
the the flavor or or adjustment as uh, Pokemon Go esports. So, <coughs> will it work and will it continue as a uh, esport? We'll we'll have to wait and see. So, uh, let's see. Do I have a prediction for PvP development development or predictions for twenty twenty one? Um, Hashtag I, we knew Willow Wisp. Uh, on that note, I'm probably I would probably say we're not going to see a fire type rework. As much as I want it to happen, they've really cut back on the re the the full move reworks, and they've only gone through and sparsely changed a couple things here and there within the last couple months. So I really like as much as I really want a fire type move rework. I don't know. If we'll see it. I don't think we'll see it. So, and that makes me sad. The realist in me is saying it won't happen. The optimist in me is saying, please let it happen. So, you know, what can you do? Yeah. Let's see. Development slash predictions. Let's see. I mean, honestly, a lot of things as far as PvP development predictions, like wide scale really hinges upon the COVID-19 vaccine being evenly distributed, being properly distributed and actually working. So who knows? Time will tell. Yeah. I mean, at the, at the base level, we'll probably see some more reworks. Um, We'll see new Pokemon introduced. We'll probably see some new meta stuff rising. Uh, What did... Winston the Champ in the Discord says, I've grown to have a new love and hatred for Azumarill. I never liked it. Then I loved it. And now I hate it. Yeah, I think Azumarill will continue its reign. I don't think Azumarill's going anywhere. We'll we'll have to see like electric and grass type step up dra- dramatically in usage to see Azumarill's performance drop down. So I think that's pretty much it for tonight's episode. Yeah, I think we've hit all the we've hit the buttons. We've hit the buttons, done the things, talked about the stuff. Um, let's see, did I miss anything else? Holiday Cup for GBL. Da, da, da. Paid events. We don't like them, but they're here and they're probably <laughs> here to stay. <sighs> Players create the economy. Hot takes, bold predictions. XL Pokemon in the dead. Hmm. That's true. What just what John's doing stated earlier. Bold predictions for 2021 as it pertains to PvP, which is the inspiration for our community question this this episode. Um, he says, I see the rise of XL Pokemon as the death of most of the previous top meta Pokemon in the open leagues. I could see that. I could see that for sure. Well, it really depends because, like, within within Great League, like, XL Pokemon don't stand head and shoulders above some of the already great performers, excuse me, currently. So, but I think we have to kind of wait and see to for the full result there. We have to wait for the full result once the XL Pokemon have become easily obtainable. <laughs> yeah. Either e- more easily a- 
obtainable. Or honestly, Niantic could just be keeping it to be, you'll get there at some point and keep the XL candy. Oh, you mean like the Meowth balloons right now? (laughs) Yeah, you'll get it at some point. (laughs) Battle Ram, I'm going to open your gift here. Unless you tell me no in the chat, I'm going to open your gift here. Um, yeah, I mean, realistically, it's a, just a, unfortunately, it's a wait and see of XL Pokemon are honestly might be the death of most of the previous top meta just because we, we don't see that right now because XL Pokemon aren't, aren't commonplace right now. So and I think a lot of people like myself are also waiting to get to level 47 before they just dump those resources. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because you're. So is it? Does it track when you get from? Does it count when you get to forty nine to fifty? Like you can keep it at level. You can keep it at a level forty nine point five, but it counts you, as maxing you, it out. You can you can cap a Pokemon at level forty. Okay, so it requires you to max out a Pokemon. For level forty seven, uh-huh. one of the requirements is capping out three Pokemon. Okay. Yeah, at level 40, you can immediately upgrade something to level 50. But if you reach level 47 uh-huh. or the requirement for that, uh-huh. it won't retroactively count that. Right. But can you say have Pokemon at level 49.5 until you reach to level 47 and then level them up the one half level you need and then it will yeah. count as maxing them? Okay. Yeah. So you can still make progress. You just don't want to completely max them out. Right. Interestingly. Uh, yeah for the outro i think we've nailed it all right if you are listening to this live you can catch us on or well if you're listening to this any way shape or form you can get in touch with us on discord the battle science discord is open to all you can reach us at battle uh, at battle underscore science on twitter you can email us at battlescience.podcast at gmail.com no one's emailed us please First one to email us gets a thumbs up sticker, maybe a, a golden <laughs> star, um, maybe a pizza party. <laughs> uh, probably not a pizza party. There's going to be too much pizza parties going around at the end of 2021. Potentially, <laughs> we'll we'll see how people uh, we'll see how people guess their have their predictions. Uh, let's see, Twitter, email. We don't have a Facebook. Uh. Is there no way to reach us? You can back us on Patreon if you want. If you want the Battle Science After Dark podcast or listen to the Battle Science podcasts before they come out to everyone on podcast services around the globe, you can back us on Patreon for a dollar or more. Five dollars or more gets you the Patreon producer um, tier where we read your name out before all of our podcasts. Um, I am very much considering doing are uh eric bn in the discord eric you're you're going too fast that's we're, we're gonna set up another discord channel for you you're going too fast although let's see <laughs> hold that uh, answer eric okay okay uh, okay and he deleted it okay <laughs> <laughs> i was reading through it and i'm like all right all right all right <laughs> <laughs> and he deleted it. Yeah, copy uh, and Save it somewhere. We'll create it here next week. Um, actually, we might even just create it. We might as well create it now. Okay, There's I'll no get on that after we stop recording. Yeah, we'll just put a, a Discord channel in. Don't 
mean, you could edit your stuff. I don't know. There's really no way to moderate that entirely. Um, Discord's available. Twitter's available. Email us. Um, Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Battle Science. If you want to back us uh, at a dollar or more, you get the Be Sad Battle Science After Dark podcast where we are unfiltered and untamable. Um, this last episode with Jiggly Dad was a whole lot of fun. Will we have a guest in January? I don't know. Um, ah, I see, Eric. Uh, let's see. $5 or more, you get the Patreon producer. In 2021, I want to do that gosh darn diddly interview slash discussion show. I still don't have a name for it. Uh, I've talked with Jiggly Dad. He seems like he's uh, on board. He's got some great topics there. There's some people in within our community that I want to talk to. There's some people outside of our community that I want to talk to. There's some other content creators I want to talk to. So if you want to get the, that show before it comes out to the public, uh, back us on Patreon. That will be coming. First episode I want to get done in January. I want to probably aiming for a monthly show just so I'm not doing too much. So just like be sad, the interview slash discussion show will be on Patreon, but it will be on Patreon before it comes out to everybody. So you'll get, I don't know, a couple weeks of exclusivity on that, that bad boy. Uh, or just back us on Patreon because you love us and enjoy the content and I would greatly appreciate it. It gives me the warm and fuzzies inside. Um, I didn't say that sincere, since, uh, sincerely enough, did I? Mm, I get the warm and fuzzies when you back us like on Patreon. The channel twenty twenty one predictions. Uh yes. Okay. Uh, let's see. Discord, Patreon, Twitter, email. Check us on podcast services around the globe. Uh, not Google Play anymore because that's going away. I don't know if we're on YouTube Music by default. I would assume so, but tell me if we're not. Uh, we're on YouTube too. Uh, if you guys want to watch the VODs after the fact, the entire podcast is available there as well. Um, if you have, say, YouTube Premium, you want to watch the show, um, tab away from the video like uh, my habit is. I like to listen to my podcasts on YouTube and go to the video feed if anything interesting happens. Um, it is available there. The, oh, before I forget, um, the second half of our charity extra life stream, the extra life donation links are still available up until the 31st of the year. So if you guys want to donate towards the Seattle children's hospital, if you want to send some money to the Seattle children's hospital to help the big, beautiful kids, um, go go do that either now or you know at, at at some point before the very end of the year. The second half of the stream where we've done we'll cover over some of the battles that are happening going on right now between Team Jesse and Team Steven um, should happen next week. We are going back and forth as to if we're going to do it on Tuesday or if it might happen on Christmas Eve because. Both Jesse and I have that day available as well. We will have to wait and see. We have a bit of prep to do ahead of then. So we kind of back Hang and forth. <laughs> yeah. Um, keep an eye out. Um, if if Christmas Eve works for you, if you're able to tune in on Christmas Eve, let us know. We're kind of leaning that direction, but we're not 100% yet. Um, there are still battles that have to be played. There's still a number of battles that have to be played. So we're we're coming down to the wire here. 
Um, let's see, what is our back and forth here? I know we have recently the points that Hoot Hoot was a ditto, and I'm sad. Uh, what is our point spread? Our point spread before Winston the Champ and Kano's battle was... 22 no team jesse is at 25 points team steven is at 23 points so team steven came in with an early lead i was very excited about that uh kano came in and swept a number of my competitors a number of my players and has caught team jesse up and surpassed us by a little bit like I constantly say in the Discord, every win counts. So we are coming down to the wire there as far as who will win. So keep an eye out on that. Uh, I will wallow in my sadness of this. Hashtag new Jesse. Uh, these uh, sadness of this 89 CP ditto that is immediately getting transferred right now. Um, yep. Keep an eye out for that. That will be next week. The VOD of the draft tournament will be going up on youtube here at some point it all i really have to do is just put in the info and i haven't done that yet so shame on me you know um <laughs> tell me to do that in the discord somebody remind me i'll get to it at some point this week uh i believe that's it is that everything am i missing something it wouldn't surprise me if i'm missing something but i think that's it thank you everybody for listening thank you everybody for joining us um, we might have a little bit of a post show. We might go raid somebody else. So if you are here in the Twitch, twi uh, twitch.tv slash battle science, you're listening to the podcast form. Um, if you want to catch any of the shows live, twitch.tv slash battle science. If you guys are here watching with us live, stick around. We're going to see if there's a battler that is live that we can go raid. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast services around the globe, thank you very much for listening. We will catch you guys out on the battlefield. Happy holidays.